You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I am so thrilled to have with us today a, a guest. She's been on the show before, so if you didn't get a chance to listen to our episode around the power of prayer, please, please, please make sure you go and listen to that. Um, Susan and I have had just a wonderful, wonderful um, exchange in, in that episode, and so I was excited to bring her on when the inspiration came through to do the Faith in Action series. And part of the impetus for that is, um, of course, not that I was consciously aware at the time necessarily, but but over time as I've come to understand why this feels important, is because I've in, in all of these conversations we have with people through our clients, through the guests on the network, you know, we really see that a lot more people lean into this concept of faith than what most realize. And and perhaps if we open up the dialogues, realizing that just the real power in that the the security, especially following the events of 2020, a lot of people were looking for where do they lean into, what what do they rest into when everything else seems to be chaotic, and um and so faith really came forward for a lot of us in that space, and and the absence of faith for so many also became very apparent, and so so that's the motivation behind the faith in action series, so we can give voice to those who do lean into it and. And and model how how that's done in, in ways that perhaps we 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 hold it and we define it and, and how we walk with it and, and maybe you can find your own inspiration within that if you don't currently have your own walk of faith and faith is defined in all kinds of ways as you're going to hear from all these guests you know everybody has just a little bit of a different nuanced take on it and so it recognizes that 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 whatever connotation you may hold around the the word faith it. it it has layers and 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 a multifaceted nature as we're going to unfold here. So Susan Shumsky is with us again today. We're going to bring her on and talk about harnessing faith energy. Susan, thank you so much for joining me again. It's a delight to have you here. Well, it's a delight for me to be here with you, Tonya. I'm looking forward to this very much. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Well, as are we. And so we're with this one. We're going to ask you to to start with. This concept of faith, and, and, and maybe you can describe for the audience how you hold it or how you define it. Well, faith is, shall we say, believing in things that are unseen. And that belief comes from experience. We can't really have faith in something that we have not experienced directly ourselves. So what's the point in believing in something if you don't have the direct concrete evidence if you haven't experienced it directly. So how we experience that, shall we say, divine presence is through letting go, through trusting, through allowing, and through being open to receive. And all of these things, when we have that direct experience, uh, brings real faith and faith in being led by spirit with a capital S in our mm -hmm. everyday life. And that's something that I specialize in is helping people to listen to that still small voice within and to be able to receive divine guidance, wisdom, inspiration, healing, whatever it is that they ask for. In fact, everything that I, my, my entire, everything that I teach 
And everything I write about is based upon one principle, and that is ask, and it shall be given unto you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. In our world, we I often talk about, you know, 99% of this game is having the audacity to accept the gift, right? And it's and when we when we when we can stand in that and really say, wait, I I believe myself to be a, an aspect of the divine. I believe myself to be loved by by God, by by spirit and, and held and, and supported in that. Um, you know, one of the guests that we had on recently, uh, Arnaud came on and talked about the concept of pronoia, you know, and the belief that everything is conspiring on your behalf, not, not from an egotistical self selfish sort of way, but, but kind of flipping the idea that, that we're always, you know, on, on the lookout for the next tragic thing to occur, the next, the, the, the next shoe to drop, right? We have all kinds of terms in our, in our language uh, around that. Um, but what if we didn't, right? What if we were able to lean into what you're referring to is as, as this direct experience and, and knowing and trusting it over time, I'm, I'm, I love that you brought that in because I think a lot of times faith feels very um, childish, um, weak, um, abdication when folks are looking at it, trying to gauge whether or not it's a safe construct to relax into. And that, and that, that kind of, um, you know, the devil's advocate kind of comes in and, 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 and wants to tell us all kinds of things about it. And, and it's in our experience and in, with the people that I talk to, those who have experienced it, it's anything but. And so this idea of harnessing the, the energy of it, um, we get to look at that both from, from how does that empower how we move through the world, but also how does it um, not even just quiet, but really help us find that home kind of frequency inside of us, that home space where where we know who we are and we know um, how to walk through the world, not because of our own wherewithal, but because we've allowed ourselves to move into a coexistence with that energy, right? right? With faith energy, with the divine. And so we're, we're going to take a quick break, I, but let we, you know, we can kind of mull over that for a second as, because when we come back from the break, we're going to talk with Susan about how not only that, just that realization and that experimentation, right? That experience with it, which which our path has been very similar, ha- has emboldened the walk, but also kind of the practical ways that you know, do we do we ask spirit what we're going to eat? Do we ask spirit are we going to go left instead of right? Like 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 what what are we talking about here? And so we're going to dive into that the kind of nitty gritty of that after the break. But before we go, Susan, please let everybody know where they can go to find out more about you and the amazing work you're doing in the world. Well, I have uh, two main websites. One is drsusan.org. That's drsusan.org. And another one is divinetravels.com. And that's plural on the travels, D-I-V-I-N-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-S.com. Beautiful. Go check out Susan's work. And um, stay tuned, folks. We're going to dive into this really yummy conversation on harnessing faith energy as soon as we come back. Stay here. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. 
In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. Awesome. We're back. You are listening to Disrupt Reality. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, and we're talking today about harnessing faith energy as part of our Faith in Action series. Um, Susan Shumsky's joining us. My tongue got all twisted there. And and as I mentioned before, she and I had an amazing conversation on the power of prayer in a previous episode, so make sure you go and check that out. And before the break, we Susan was describing faith and, and how she holds that. And, and, and part of her definition and experience of faith is the experience of it. And and so, Susan, can you share with, with the audience what, what that looked like in a really practical way? I'd imagine that was an unfoldment for you. I mean, maybe you came to it totally naturally. Um, so I guess I could start there. Did you come <laughs> to it totally naturally or was that an unfoldment for you? Did not come naturally no uh, just like pretty much everything in life uh, being able to listen to and trust the still small voice within is a learnable teachable skill something that I learned how to do um, first of all I learned meditation and I started that in 1967 and spent over two decades in an ashram with very famous spiritual master named Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. He was the guru of the Beatles. <laughs> so I was with him for two decades. And then uh, somehow uh, somebody was really tr- trying to convince me that I had something else to learn. <laughs> I was very <laughs> arrogant. I thought well, this person could never teach me anything. But eventually, I was persuaded, and and I learned how to develop the ability to open to spirit, to listen to that divine voice. And through that, I began to realize, and certainly it was not, wasn't really just me who realized it. I I realized by seeing actually what my students were doing, I realized that it was possible to be led by spirit. It was possible to trust so much in that connection with the divine voice and with the presence of spirit with a capital S that, wow, I could actually use this in a practical way in everyday life to solve everyday problems, to receive healing, wisdom, inspiration, creative ideas that I could use this as a way for me to uh, enrich my life on every level and create miracles in everyday life. Mm. And wow, that was a profound turning point (laughs) in my life when I decided uh, it was in the 1980s, end of the 1980s, and I actually made the conscious decision to be led by spirit as much as possible, as much Mm. as I could possibly do that. Hmm. Well, now I know why we get along so well. You, you, d- you described my exact walk with Christ in terms of at the time when I really came to know at least how I perceived of it as being that um, 
there, there wasn't much else I thought I had to learn, you know, as a counterintelligence agent, you go around chasing spies long enough, you kind of think that you're, you're all that. And, um, and they, uh, and, and that was, that was it, right? Like there's something else for you to see here. And it's like, nah, nah I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> and there was, you know, that this, this continual kind of journey in that my experience was through, um, you know, through that, that sort of a walk, it wasn't necessarily here, but, but, um, but I, but I just lit up as you were describing it. And, and then the awareness, the real gift that, that comes from that, uh, when we move into conscious co-creation with the divine and we're able to stay present to it because our, our will no longer tries to supersede the will of God that we, we know the path, we can see it, we feel it outlined for us. And it's not just that resistance is futile. It's just, I mean, it literally dissipates because there's no, it doesn't exist in a non-dualistic situation. And so as you walk on that journey, folks, it may seem silly, but, but it does inform everything. I don't experience it necessarily as, you know, I sit and have a debate with God, if I'm going to have, you know, a, a, an avocado or um, a handful of almonds, but but it, it, I can't, I would be lying to say that it doesn't inform it because there's a merging kind of component that occurs where you have the experience of both being that and being led by it. And, and it's, it's, it's an, it's a walk, but, but when, but the gift in it, as Susan so eloquently illustrates is it's the miracles, right? I had the distinct awareness of the moment in time when God said now are when the miracles happen. And it's not like, it's not, it's, it's not what you think it is, right? It's not like, oh, I'm going to go create miracles. It's like, no, you, you finally get to see that they're happening all the time anyway, and you get to be <laughs> present to them. And, 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 and it's just this miraculous layer that comes off and you, you kind of rub your eyes and go, wait, how come you're not all seeing this? Or, or, or how come I didn't always see it? But then you also have the awareness of, I did always see it. I have always been here as you allow for that tipping point to take you into that heaven on earth scenario right and it sounds fanciful right susan how how do you handle like the the disbelief right that 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 place that we all come to like mm, i can see it but i'm not real sure i'm gonna leap so instead i'm just gonna stand here and throw rocks at it <laughs> like how do you what do you know how do we help people who are maybe standing on that really 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 want to believe in it but are so terrified that it comes out as being that defiance and you know that space. How, how do you how do you walk people through that? Well, I can tell a little story. The mind illustrate it. Beautiful. So, you know, I live in an RV and I have no home base. At, at some point, I lived in an Airstream travel trailer, and I was staying in an industrial park in New Jersey. Uh, not exactly the most romantic place <laughs> to staying in an RV, but that's where I was staying. I love and it. At the time, a spirit told me uh, I was staying there for I don't know how many months. And then then spirit said, um, get a job as a security guard. Uh, I, I thought, OK, well, <laughs> all right. the job as a security guard. So they had security at this property where I was staying. And so I I, um, I got a, the job and and I was wearing my little outfit, my my little hat and you know the whole thing and and I was guarding the gate uh, the front gate and the you know sitting there at the guard house and you know when you are a security guard there is no heck of a lot to do so I brought my computer over to the guard house and I was uh 
actually editing my first book. And that worked out really well for about a year. And then uh, after that year was over, Spirit said, okay, quit the job. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, and so I called up my, my, one of my students, a very close friend, and I said, you know, Spirit keeps telling me to quit the job, and, uh, but I'm not going to quit because I'm living in fear. And I'm afraid that if I quit my stupid minimum wage job, that I will uh, starve to death. So my student slash friend, he said, well, you know, Susan, you are the teacher of divine revelation. Don't you think you should be listening to your inner guidance? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I should be, but no, I'm not going to. So I continued with my uh, job and, uh, and then it was, I believe it was like July 4th or something. And, and I was at the guard house and my relief did not come. And uh, well, if you're a security guard and your relief doesn't come, you have to stay there. You can't leave. So anyway, I called the supervisor and I said, my relief is not here. And he said, no, you can't leave. And I said, I have to leave. I have, I'm teaching a meditation class tonight and my students are, you know, I, I can't stay here. I have to leave. And he said, no, just wait. And then nothing happened. And so I called again and I said, I have to leave. I can't stay here. And he said, he said, your relief will be there in X number of minutes. And so I waited X number of minutes and nothing happened. So I called back and the supervisor wasn't even there. So I left a message and said, I have to leave. I have to go to the class. I'm leaving. So I left. And then the next day I called the supervisor back and I said, well, I had to leave. And he said, you are terminated. And as soon as he said, you are terminated, my angels, God, whatever you want to call it, spirit started having a party. It's like, oh, finally, she's quitting the job. Like we told her to quit, and finally, she's quitting. And there's whole celebrations going on. And uh, but I ignored it. I actually called the supervisor back, and I begged for my job mm. back. And he gave it back to me. And then the next night, the very next night, I'm closing the gates to the property. I close the front gate, go to the middle gate, close that go to the back gate and the back gate is a huge wrought iron gate and I'm pulling on this gate and it's not closing and I'm pulling again and nothing doesn't budge. And I pull the third time and the gate starts falling on top of me. Hmm. So I'm running from this gate that's falling over me and it caught me, it caught my leg, my legs were pinned under the gate. It was dark. It was abandoned. It was a very abandoned property. Um, and all of a sudden a car comes up, driving up. Uh, it was somebody who, uh, had left something at work and he came back to fetch it and he saved my life. He called, um, the EMF and they came and, um, it turned out my leg had nearly been severed in half. I had to have four operations. And, um, you know, that's what happens when you don't listen to 
your inner guidance. So that's my little cautionary tale. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes. Learn from Susan, folks. Yeah, I yeah, I love that. That and that's a that's a powerful one. I've I have a much sillier one over a $40 haircut, which is not <laughs> why I shave my head now, folks. Like that, there's no tragic like trauma there, but, but it's a funnier, you know, a much, much sillier story. And, and, and these are the lessons we get to learn folks. And here's what's so beautiful is that you don't have to learn the lesson, right? There, you really truly can. And, and, and I, I, I'm just convinced I'm going to talk to somebody one day who's like, Oh, pretty much I've just always like trusted God. Like, I don't, you know, like I've never really had that journey and stuff. Um, actually it's kind of interesting. They asked when Neva started volunteering for church, they asked her about, you know, what her belief in Jesus was, or no, no, no. They asked when she started following him. And I remember having a really cool conversation. I had totally forgotten about it. She was just like, I don't like, I don't understand. Like, like always, like, I don't know, like, what, how do I answer this? And it was just so cool to like, listen to her and be like, wow, what is that experience? Like, I'm just like, just knowing and, and having that from jump. Um, and, and it may, it may change and unfold and twist and turn for her, but it, but that moment was so pure. Um, and I do, I do totally believe that that's possible. And a lot of us, you know, have our, our twists and turns and pathways for various reasons, um, that, that we go down. And so you can learn from others. We, we have that beautiful gift of like, we don't necessarily have to experience the full depth of all that, but we do to the extent that we're not willing to turn over something in us to God. In fact, I had just written down this morning something along those lines of, um, you know, we we can only really truly understand the complexity um, and intricacy of the full nature of the divine when we turn even our very thoughts over to be governed and to be managed. And, and it, that's, that's a trippy thing, especially, I mean, I have a master's degree in like critical thought and I was a counterintelligence agent. Like I, I my mind's pretty prime but it had to get turned over too. And that, 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 that was why, you know, when I was at the top of my own little game there that, you know, no one else was going to, was going to be able to come in and tell me much, but, um, uh, but the, um, but it, but because I had invested so much time, money, energy, intentionality into cultivating my mind, that was the last thing I was able to kind of turn over because it felt like mine, right? I had done this. I did this. I, I'm the one that, that created all this. And then of course, once you allow that to unravel a little bit, you see all along who's been guiding it. Um, and, and it's, it's a worthwhile experience folks to take a, take a peek inside yourself and say, you know, what am I clinging to? Just like with Susan's story, like where, where do I think I know best? And maybe you don't hear as clearly as Susan, like Susan was fortunate that she was able to, to be able to say clear, like, I know what I'm being told here and I'm, I'm choosing to ignore, like she was, she was, she got that. I know a lot of you don't feel that clear and you get clearer when you try, right? This is a relationship. And so you have to open yourself up to it. Susan, we're going to close up here, but before we do, what advice do you have for folks on how they can either strengthen that walk or maybe get started on that walk um, where, where it feels a little bit scary or at least foreign to, to let go of that grit that they have on some, some aspect of their existence. What, what advice do you have for them? My advice is that, as I said earlier, um, intuition or listening to the inner voice is a learnable, teachable skill and just like any other skill, like playing the piano or learning foreign language, it takes practice. 
So I recommend that you practice every day. And what I mean by that is go into a meditative state and then begin a dialogue, begin to ask. When you're in that deep meditative state, that's the time to open up and ask spirit, begin to speak with and get answers from uh, your higher self, the God of your understanding, uh, God, Jesus, whatever it is that you personally feel uh, good about and that you feel that you trust, begin to uh, speak with that uh, aspect within you and start the dialogue and practice, 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 practice. Mm. And don't be afraid to make a mistake uh, when you're learning to play the piano, when you're learning <laughs> foreign language. At first, you make a lot of mistakes. The same with learning to listen to the inner voice. There will be mistakes and uh, it's okay. Then you just pick yourself up and move on. Hmm. Beautiful. I love that. Folks, take that to heart. Take a step on the journey. If you're already on the journey, take a, take a, an, an additional step, right? Step further. Um, keep walking because it is worth it. Um, it. It does create the miraculous in your existence and you get to get to be witness to it. Um, but especially if you find yourself feeling anxious or, or, or nervous or, or irritable or depressed or just downright scared. A lot of, a lot of that stuff that came up for folks um, and continues to come up for folks know that this, this works 100% of the time, but it's, it's not a superficial surface level thing. It, it's, it's an all in game. And if you really truly crave that sort of peace and sanctuary and, and, and hope in your existence, then, then it is worthwhile to pursue. Um, and hopefully through Susan's story um, and a bit of my own, you, you get, you, you can hear the, the sincerity with which we approach this, but also the, the foundation, right? The death. Susan doesn't mince words. Like she's been at this. This is a walk. This, you know, decades of being in it, of, of, of honing that relationship. And so don't expect the miraculous right away and don't get discouraged if it doesn't appear trust and continue on your walk. Susan, let's remind folks one more time where they can go to find out more about you. Yes, uh, drsusan.org, drsusan.org, and Divine Travels, that's plural on the travels, D-I-V-I-N-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-S.com. Beautiful, beautiful. Go check that out, folks. And, and you know our story, right? If you, if you want this walk, then start with attuning yourself. That's step one. Go to the website, superpowerexperts.com, listen to one episode a day from the network and start attuning yourself and attuning yourself just to having conversations differently, just to hearing conversations had differently. That will help tremendously. And then and then when you're ready for step two, you'll move on to that through the IM series. But continue in that path, folks. Hold out, have faith, and um, love, right? Come from love. I think that we'll just throw that one in there too. Until next time, folks. Go out. Oh, I'm going to pause here. Susan, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to thank you anyway, but no, I want to thank you here. Thank you so much for joining us. You bring such a wealth of wisdom and, and knowingness and peace and calm and, and love into the space. And, and we appreciate you and, and your tremendous work in the world. Thank you. And thank you, Tonya. Beautiful, beautiful. And folks, to you all, absolutely. Thank you as well. We know you're listening. The numbers are, are truly miraculous and we appreciate you 
as you continue to share it with others who are looking for hope. It's free forever, our, our promise to you. Um, just enjoy it, live it, love it, and share it. Um, until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. We love you. Goodbye for now. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.